Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It is Monday, May 17th. My mother's birthday on the Lori and Julia show. We celebrated that a little bit earlier. But we can move on. Julia's out today, and it's Britney Witch. <laughs> Do you need to play the song? No, that was be- that was a better version. Okay. Where's, where's our music? Okay. You gotta play it at the top of. Okay, cool. I wasn't sure if it was over. Every hour. Lori's my uh, publicist. I don't yeah. know if you know that. Okay. I see you. Okay, so Brittany, I have a question to ask you. Do you think, or have you heard of a geriatric millennial? I've heard of an elder millennial. Oh, you have? An elder millennial, but well, yes. Well, the, the term, I guess, is the same. It okay. does mean the same, but they are giving, yeah, they are, listen to this. If yeah. you were born between 1980 and 85, you are getting the uh, designation of a geriatric millennial, which is absolutely hysterical. Um, That's me. Yeah, yeah it's I'm 86. Just, it's it's basically old both of Casey's kids yeah. are geriatric millennials. And Rocco, listen to this. So okay. they they're saying that kids born basically between 1980 85 um they're they're comfortable with analog and digital forms of communication. They were the first generation to grow up with a PC in the home. But they experienced enough years away from screens to know how to communicate face to face. Yes. And most of them didn't get cell phones until they were like in high school or college or college. And so they have hands on experience with pre digital communication. That's wild. Okay. Did you say 80 through 85? Okay. Okay. And uh, so they can, uh, they pick up on, um, Facial expressions, they, you were kids that didn't grow up staring at screens. We didn't have Facebook until college. College. Um, And um, so, and you're not ignorant of technology and, but you're also not so engrossed in it and nothing scares you about technology either. That's probably true. And that's. Yeah, so why they've call calling it geriatric uh, millennials is absolutely hysterical. Love. Twitter had a lot of fun with it, but I thought, well, you know, I mean, if Julie were here, she would just like yell at me. But I have been passionately trying to get Jen Jones to be like people to use it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the vernacular, because just like geriatric millennials have their little 
special niche, yeah. you know. Um, so you're saying, because you're saying you're not a baby boomer, but you're not a Gen X, or you're the, in between. You're, I'm jonesing right in between. They say it's like people born from 54 to 64. So we came of age, you know, the oil crisis, the Carter presidency. We didn't come of age during the 60s. Our dads weren't World War II veterans, which baby boomers parents were yeah. world war ii thing um there's no compulsory military service uh, you know the we weren't involved with protesting against vietnam we we're too young we there was a lot of polyester up, clothing but we grew up with televisions mm-hmm. and boomers you know radio yeah okay so there's uh so jen jones jonesers like have never lived in a world of without uh televisions and similar to how many members of gen z which is like 97 to 2012 have never lived in a world without personal computers or the internet so um or mobile phones and um Unlike Gen X, Generation Jones was born before the sexual revolution of the 70s. In other words, we came of age sexually in the 70s. Okay, so we yeah. have to make this Gen Jones common just, knowledge. So just we, common knowledge because like, yeah. otherwise like it's such... You're not, yeah, you don't fall in the other two. And it's also the sort of the thing, now maybe they'll come up with a better name, like at least Gen Jones, you know, you're Jones in for a Jones. Or, yeah, it's cute. It's cute or keeping up with the Joneses, but it, like defining the geriatric millennials... The sociologist that wanted to do that is that, like, that is a specific targeted age group of people that a lot of people want to market to. So it's funny. So I fall right <laughs> in between geriatric and just normal millennial. Uh-huh. But since we weren't like well off, I kind of fall more into the geriatric millennial, millennial. because I didn't get a phone until like probably ha- halfway through college. I, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we didn't have, um, a lot of the things that so I think that's very interesting. Yeah, and they and they're like this demographic of of people is a really interesting sociologically speaking and all this other thing. And you know they they've tried. I mean Jen Jonesers. It was it was this cultural commentator Jonathan Pontel is the one who came up with this like thirty years ago because. It was like, it was already like, if you're a Jen Joneser, you were already felt like, you know, you're like, hey, we're, don't stick us in with these old yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and not that we felt that they were old people, but they it were just, all, it was a they were era. in college yeah. when we were in grade school. Yes. So we did not have like that same. Similar experiences. So Jen Joneser's got to be a, a targeted um demographic yeah be of you know doing that so it's all you know it's probably all advertising driven everything but they just said you know like it's a way for people to look at yeah this whole, it's a big group of people that were born yeah agreed years. i think we're gonna have to make a video and we're gonna have to just have to say this is what we are jen jones but can we come up with a better than geriatric millennial i mean I like I think, Jerry, but do you like what it? do we call it, Jerry Millennials? When I heard that, I thought, do you remember the guy Ryan Perpich that used to produce yeah. uh, Don and Steve show? They always thought he was an old man in a young person's well, body. Well, that was because of his pensions for cardigans. <laughs> right. So you yeah. guys could, so you could you be cardigan about. millennials. Yeah, that's cute. That would be a better name, cardigans. I love that Cardi Millennials. Yeah, that's that, cute. That, that would be kind of good. Cardinals? Car- cardigans. 
No, but if you put it, yeah, cardigans yeah, is cardigans, cute. Like, Cardi- I have a hard time saying it. Cardigans. Yeah. Anyway, I, that's that name is like no one. It's like when a woman, like I think Halle Berry is the one who told us about. Um, at least when I say us, I'm talking about those of us who get our pregnancy news from gossip magazines. Yeah, yeah. And Halle Berry in an interview with her first, I think it was after the fact. She said she was completely shocked, and I've always loved Hallie for this, um, for letting us know that that when she was pregnant with Nala, the beautiful baby she had with Gabriel Aubrey, mm-hmm. they told her, "Well, you are you're having a geriatric pregnancy at 35." And I was like, "What?" And she was same reaction. Ah. She's like, "Geriatric." But medically speaking, <gasps> I turned 35 on Sunday. Medically speaking, <gasps> that's what they treat. Yeah, you. that's what they called my wife, too, yeah. when she was 39. And, so. and people get quite uh, indignant, but I think geriatric is more of a mindset thing. Can I get better parking? Yeah. I turn 35? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, when we come back, it's Brittany's Random Thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. <laughs> really? It's Brittany. <laughs> all right. Time for me to shine. It you, is. You may have heard the story. I'm just kind of a follow-up. But a four-year-old boy named Noah got a hold of his mom's Amazon Prime. And he ordered some SpongeBob SquarePants popsicles. How many? Quite a few. 51 cases. And that Quite a few. That's an understatement. That equaled $2,600. Brittany, I got to be honest. I think Julia tried to tell us this story. Yeah. Rocco and I... We're like, whatever. <laughs> and so... I get it. We're going to, you I know. get that you guys want to be whatever. I was just doing but the But you might have read the whole thing where Which Julia is, didn't. So there might be like some kind of surprising twist to this story. Here's the nice follow-up. Okay. All right. So this all went viral, as you know, because, you know, Julia was talking all about it as well. They did a GoFundMe. They raised more than $7,000 for this single mom who's going to college with three boys. And, um, and, and like, was it $2,000 worth of popsicles or something yes, like that? Yes, it was $2,600, $2,600 oh. worth of popsicles. Amazon obviously doesn't want to take, pop, you know, they're not going to take popsicles back. <laughs> so they raised all this money. And then what was really cool is Bryant wrote, the mom wrote, as a parent to a child living with ASD, that's autism spectrum disorder, all oh. additional donations will go towards Noah's education and additional supports. We cannot thank you enough. Oh, well, so, so that's like a sweet. Yeah. yeah nice follow up. It's to, a good thing that somebody thought to do a little story on this story. I know because I can't even imagine. I can't. I mean, you would really be like that would be devastating. 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 That's so much money. Is, in popsicles. Unplanned. Like, you know, I just can't believe Amazon wouldn't take it back. Right, if they're still sealed and everything, right? And I get, like, I mean, No, just, it's because of the unfree, you know, who knows? They don't know how. Yeah, yeah. you read the fine print. I just feel before like. Before you order with Mr. <laughs> Jeff. Yeah, Support just, your local businesses, Jeff, damn it. Like, Jeff, you're one of those people that they, you don't look great in this story. So yeah, how about, like, yeah. you don't 
Wait, he didn't even know about it, but I get that because you don't want to you don't want to be the person buying frozen, unfrozen, then refrozen popsicles. You know they don't taste right. Yeah, but they I mean, don't taste right. They're mostly sugar, anyways. These okay. ones, these aren't like your fruity ones. But I get it. Yeah, Mr. Jeff doesn't have a helpline for all the sad sack uh, stories that go on every so, day with him. You and I, we um, we're both wearing sheer last week. And it got me thinking, like, what are the trends? We're in this really weird place. Oh, tell me about it. I know, in this weird place. I don't know how to dress anymore. I don't know how to dress either, um, obviously. And so we're at this point where, like, I looked it up and I was like, okay, like, I kind of have to just trust because it's not like we've seen people outside. We haven't seen. It's usually, you know, trends usually happen in a way where it's the transition of something. Somebody yes. wears this yellow thing and the yellow now becomes this thing. But we don't have people out and about that much. So... I just looked up Cosmo, what they said that the 2021 summer fashions are. All right. Tell me, because I desperately, I went to a graduation party yesterday. I was dressed like I was going to the fine or First Avenue. Okay. <laughs> I had a black leather jacket on. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I'm con- just, I don't know how to dress I don't for either. a daytime party. Okay. So crop tops are a big thing. Now I know what you're thinking. Like uh, you might not want to wear crop tops. It isn't necessarily mean that you're showing the midriff. It might like have a high waisted pants, pants. yeah, yes. or high waisted skirt on. Yes. It's just more that length. Listen, God bless if you can wear that length. Yes, exactly. Of a shirt that is that is a hard to pull off length. Exactly. Uh, puffy sleeves, kind of dramatic sleeves. You'll see like at the end, puffy. You know, not even just over the top, just like something fun with the sleeve. They're really leaning into that. If you're Short and round, I would not recommend the puffy sleeve. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah, it doesn't do Round it. adds Any, pounds. Yes, true that, true that. Uh, cutouts are very in. Oh, Lord. We saw this at the uh, Oscar. We're like, who the hell with pandemic pudge wants to wear cutouts? <laughs> I know, it's not We're great. all working on our pandemic pudge. Am I not right? You're a thousand percent right. I don't think. What this, is with the cutout? I don't know. And you're so right. Like the idea of anything being cut out of my clothes, it sounds like it would end up looking like, like one of those Play-Doh toys that, that would be pushed pull through. through. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you. No, no. Okay. Um, give us something we can work with. Here's one. Sheer. Oh, I always love sheer. We did sheer. I, I, sheer never goes out of style. But Maybe what you wear under it changes. It, it can be intimidating, right? Like if you see something cheer, it's just keep in mind you can wear anything under it and then yeah. have fun with that. Um, I was uncomfortable when Ramona for the um, Burning Man in the Hamptons. Yeah. And she had the rhinestone nipple covers and then she squeezed herself into a sheer net netted yeah, like sheer top. Net, yeah. But I mean, I feared for that mesh top. It but seemed it, like it was going to burst. I did she. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end. What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Not look good though. I think she looked fit. No, she, you know what? She, yeah, she did, but she's so painful. She's so chuggy. She's know. just so, um, I know. And, she's and so nothing, cringy. She's so cringy. Nothing she, ruins an outfit more than somebody coming in going, look how good I look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would have, you know what? I would have totally, like, I would have put her in some flipping little, uh, not a fringed miniskirt. I would have put her in like, some damn chaps. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. If you're going to wear a sheer, a sheer top rock with nipple pasties, then you can just wear some chaps. I love that. <laughs> with so a look. thong underwear. I love that. It was all, it was Or just you sh- can have a full bottom undie if you don't feel comfortable having your slapjacks out there. That's Are right. you writing this down, Brittany? Yes, of course I am. <laughs> Everything Lori tells me I write down. She, I'm obs- obsessed with living the Lori life. Today but, she mean, gave me a heads up on what to wear in a convertible. Oh, I did. Yeah, like how, and I was like, of course I should have asked you. Yeah. Like, she's like, oh no, here are these scarves. This is how you can tie it. And I was like, God, she's hashtag goals. Um, Listen, if Grace Kelly, you've seen, you know, you've seen in Monica, what is it? Catch a thief. Yeah. And she's in the car and she's got the scarf tied around her hair in the convertible. And then it's tied back. We've seen Audrey Hepburn and then sunglasses. And then when you get to where you're going, you can undo your scarf if you want. And then pass out your hair. Luscious hair. It's so great. Otherwise, you get wind knots. I mean, it's not going to go that way for me. You know what's going to happen? I'm going to like whip it off and like my head will No, it's going to blow off down the freeway. You do have to tie it. Oh, tight. Okay. All right. I'm taking notes. Um, We heard about Kim Kardashian buying that iconic 90s Janet Jackson outfit for $25,000. Oh, is that who bought it? Yeah. And she bought that. But here's the thing. I looked into it. They actually have quite a bit of the Jackson family history in their house. Um, They possess two iconic items. Uh, One was the hat uh, from Smooth Criminal. And they said there's still makeup on it. And then they also, this is all for North, their oldest kid. They bought a -a one-of-a-kind Velvet Jackson that he wore uh, when he went out with Elizabeth Taylor. So this is their third Jackson item wow. that the Kardashians are holding hmm. on to. So, just a fun fact. That is a good one. Um, Wait, does North have, like, some thing, affinity or, uh, for Michael Jackson? They claim... Like, um, she loves the music. She was two and started listening to Thriller, and she hasn't stopped dancing since. So, uh, Kim claims that, you know, it kind of feels a little forced, but maybe it is true, but she goes, North is a really big Michael Jackson fan. We knew she She's would like love seven. this. I know. It yeah. feels a little bit like when you want your kid to like something. Right. So you just when say people get real declarative about things their kids are doing right. in their five, well, six, Well, when my seven. kid was into Michael Jackson, I made him a Spotify playlist. I should have thought to buy the Smooth Criminal. Hat. Right. Rocco, we should yeah. call probably child <laughs> yeah. services if that's okay. how you're going to raise your children. So, so it's totally reasonable that North is just been jamming out to uh, Michael Jackson and since she was, uh, you know, in her playroom. I know. She's two. And you know what? If you know anything about kids is 
They Next get week obsessed. He'll be, he'll be something else. Oh, so. for sure. My yeah. kid went from Michael Jackson to Daft Punk like in a day. Yeah, yeah. In a heartbeat. Right. It's heartbreaking because then you yeah. learn about it. But yeah. yeah. So there's your random thoughts. All right. Thanks. You're Thank welcome. you so much. All right. Uh, Courtney Love is dragging Hulu's Pam and Tommy. We got to talk about this. Oh, Ariana Grande. She's in married. love with love and she's married. Married. And. Maybe on honeymoon. We don't I, know. I hope she's happy. Yeah, listen, you know, um, here's what I say. She's young. Yeah. She's probably going to have more husbands. Yeah, I'm fine with that too. Yeah. Just, you know, don't want to be a pessimist, Rocco, but just looking at the love landscape mm-hmm. and, um, you know, uh, when you're 28, it really does feel like you can last for forever. Yeah. And then you get to 32. <laughs> and you go, it hasn't been forever already? Holy crap. What are you talking about? Okay, so speaking of just numbers, so I really am just shocked that Halston is only five episodes. It's wild. Yeah. I know. Holly's watched them all, so I told her maybe she'll bring us something for Dirt Alert or whatever. But, I mean, that Pam and Tommy show on Hulu is getting eight episodes. Eight about what? Well, I don't know, but gosh, uh, really, Courtney Love, who knew? Here's a friendship. Courtney Love is very good friends with Pamela Anderson. Okay. Okay, so they are dear friends. And um, we've been seeing lots and lots of pictures from the set um, in Malibu of Pam and Tommy, where they're now setting up over the weekend. We saw all these pictures of Lily James and I guess she is using some kind of inflatable breast, you know, things, enhancements, because she is not a the double D size of Pamela. But she looks, I mean, she is serving us the razor thin brows, the yes. overlined lips, the buxom cleavage, yeah, eyes so is. smoky, you'd think... You're in an episode of a firefighter show. <laughs> I mean, the thigh, the thigh high red cut bathing suit. She, you forget like how unbelievably gorgeous Pamela Anderson. I, and was. iconic. Iconic. And so they're doing the Baywatch thing. Yeah. So the English paparazzi have been getting lots of pictures of Lily James because, I mean, she's. People, let's first of all, she was, you know, what's her name? Meryl Streep's younger person in Mamma Mia. Yeah, yeah. And, but Downton Abbey is how people know her. They also know her from, um, what else do they know her from? I can't remember. Um, um, and I know she is in stuff too. Yeah, she's, oh, Cinderella. I think so. I think she did Cinderella. She did the live, uh, yeah. you know, animated Cinderella. Anyway, but, the photos of her have been everywhere, and I'm sorry, but people love to click on pictures of hot women in bathing suits, right? What? Even if they're, uh, sure. Yeah, even if they're playing, you know, somebody else, but it really is, you're just like, wow, she really does look like her. So, um, anyway, and you know, how they're describing this at Hulu, mm-hmm. the Pam and Tommy, because Seth Rogen is in it, too. He's playing one of the guys who steals... The safe that was in the Malibu garage that they took because Tommy Lee hadn't paid them for flooring these guys did in the house. Okay. Okay. So they're calling it a comedic limited series on the true story behind the release of the first ever viral video in history, the sex tape of Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. 
And Sebastian Stan is Tommy Lee, which he's not giving me any BDE in any of the photos. <laughs> but a shockingly <laughs> accurate Lily James is. Yes. And so her photos have been everywhere. And um, also, can we acknowledge that suit is impossible for mere mortals to wear? Oh, my goodness. I look at that suit and how high waist, I mean, how high it so goes up thigh. and how much it cuts in in the very like, similar to the Farrah Fawcett red bathing suit. Yeah, it's like how is a and and Lily James looks awesome in it and looks like Pamela and looks like Pamela in it. But it's like you really start thinking about logistics of putting on that suit, and I would be like, I need nair immediately <laughs> like a lot of it like two pounds of it yeah well lily james is probably just you know ethereally Ready. beautiful yeah. and uh, of course people also know her from her you know canoodling in rome with yeah. dominic west that whole thing when they were filming something so anyway courtney love saw some photos in page six this weekend because they had them yeah on page six front page and page six style so Courtney was reading page six and she went on Facebook and she wrote this. I find this so bleeping outrageous. And she said, oh, here's she goes myself. And then she did the Patty scheme and Mad MX. She did their Twitter handles. Yeah. We we're making a record in the lone Women in many recording studios in L.A. where all the staff engineers, producers, owners were watching the sex tape with huge Huge schadenfreude, guffaws. It was disgusting. I banned anyone disgusting. It destroyed my friend Pamela's life utterly. And she said she was contacted by the Hulu series because they wanted to use the December Rolling Stone cover that Courtney Love was on, I guess. Yeah, it's very In the series. Yeah. And I said, no, I don't approve it. And I guess Pamela Anderson is not happy about this um hulu documentary or this it's not documentary fictionalized thing she's not happy about it either and then uh courtney wrapped up the whole message and she goes and shame on lily james whoever the bleep she is hashtag vile and i'm just like whoever the hell lily james is excuse me courtney i know you know what's crazy it's like the the reason we loved I mean, Pam, if that's an upsetting portrayal. I know, but here's the thing, like the reason we loved Pam um, you know, running around with Tommy is that they didn't care. That's right. They and didn't. You know what? That I've I may or may not have seen some of the sex tape. It's amazing. <laughs> I totally it's so good. It's amazing. It's aspirational. And it didn't ruin her life. I mean at all. Did it? Yeah. Well, no, she has talked about it. I Nobody... get that it's terrible when it happens, but at this point And the story though is wild. And I read we did a vintage scandal on this, Rocco, a few okay. years ago. There was a, a pretty good um um story i think it was in rolling stone magazine about the story of how that tape got out there Mm -hmm. because unlike you know uh, the story with kim kardashian and paris hilton those tapes their story was not known for a long time and it wasn't only until like maybe three or four years ago and you're like what the hell so the story is that Tommy Lee, you know, and they're living in Malibu and he just seems like very chill, like nobody's signing paperwork or, you know, loose accounting. And he hires these two guys, 
to redo the floor or do something, do some kind of home repair. Yeah. Okay. That required, you know, payment. Mm-hmm. And Tommy didn't pay him. And they just kept going, come on, man. Yeah. You're like a rocket. You're in Motley Crue. Pay us our money. You owe us like, maybe it was like 22000 and Tommy thought it was this. I mean, I'm getting yeah, all yeah. my little, these facts wrong as far as the dollar amount. And they had been in the house enough because they were going, um, there was like a garage yeah. or attached or something. And they had seen this safe that almost looked like a gun safe, but it was a vault safe. Yeah. And they thought gotta be in there no they didn't no, think no I the just money mean like was, money must, must they be didn't there. know what was in there but yeah. they figured if it was uh, a safe yeah it's got to be something they can get recamp uh, their yeah and they took it when they knew that they were gone because they had the key the code yeah and so it was an inside job and they got found out relatively quickly but no one ever knew this story about that's how very, how, that is so lame so that it is, came out like that. But also, yeah, no, and I get that I it's mean, gotta be. I mean, she hasn't seen it yet. Yeah. And, you know, who knows? It might be the best thing for Pamela Anderson's career. I think, Courtney, you're just jumping the gun. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, I think there's something about jumping on something when you're not very relevant and you want to try to be relevant. I mean, you've heard mentioning the. I did not give them approval to use my magazine. I think they're going to be okay. Yeah, right. (laughs) Okay, what do you make of this? Mm. Uh, Nine months after Trevor Noah bought this house in Beverly Hills and he and Minka Kelly moved in, they have broken up. I know. I kind of thought that they were really going to, like, they were very serious about each other. They seem... I saw the wedding, Brittany. I mean, they seem... Like they've called it quits. Listen, I, after Melanie's their divorce, I'm just convinced because I just thought these people were real, and I thought John Mulaney was real. Who's John? Ma- oh, John Mulaney. Yes, and, and now I just keep finding out it's like love yeah. isn't real, you guys. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, these two did not leak any. They did not have a messy falling out, but he did buy a fancy. Home in Bel Air, and and the word was last that we'd heard from them from people they were moving in there together. So the pandemic, you know, it's rough. It's, it's rough. It's been a rough year. I think yeah. they'll both be okay, but but yeah. it's weird buying a house in L.A. then letting people know about it, and then yeah, it's not like either of them to. No, but she hasn't worked in anything. I love her. I love her too. We I can't even think her. the last thing she's even been in. Exactly. Yeah, um, it's very it's very scarce on her IMDb, let me tell you. Yeah, it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, one more little TV thing. I ha- or Not really a TV, it's a fashion thing. It's posted on our uh, webpage. It's Gucci's Hollywood Forever Sunglasses <laughs> ad campaign. Oh, so I could... Um, will you just buy me one? Yeah. Thank you. Rocco, I don't know. I, I feel like you would dig these glasses. They're so cute. Oh, They're yeah, very sure. Hollywood. They're... Oh, you know, I never know how to hold up any. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're so cute. There's a heart one. So if you want to see it, look up Gucci Hollywood Forever. Is that what we're doing? Heart's our show page. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. You make it so easy for the people. Yeah. Well, Well, you know what? I do, I think, and then uh, this is what you need with your scarf up here. A cat eye glasses. Oh. A bigger oversized uh, frame. Anyway, by being in a convertible and having every, but I, I trust your windows are up. Um, here's uh, here's the one thing. Yeah. 
Uh, these sunglasses may run more than the convertible. <laughs> no, but what you look at these, yes, and then you're right. you you're can right. go to Forever 21. You're right, yeah. And get the knockoff. I agreed. Right? Yes. Or even if you've got a small face or you can fit into child's frames, Claire's. So what, you, you really did? You really did acquire a convertible or what's going on? Yeah, I bought my mom's convertible. I um, love that. What is she, it? Uh, it's a Corvette. What? <laughs> convertible. So great. Yeah, and is, it? Like, is it out in the parking yes, lot? Yes, it's out in the parking lot. I'm not a big car person, but I love my mom's convertible. And she, What they, color? It's like a silvery gold. Mm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What, what, so what, are we doing at, what are we doing at 601? Whoa, right? we cruising. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's very fun. I, my mom, they sold their house in Woodbury and she said, I, you know, I don't need this convertible. You buy it for me. And I was like, yup. Yeah. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, so, I love it. I two, absolutely love it. Okay, listen, when we come back. We're going to Hollywood speak. Um, someone was hospitalized, Nick Jonas, after suffering injury on a set of a quote unquote mystery project. We'll be right back. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right, what is the meaning of this? Nick Jonas was hospitalized after suffering an injury on set of a mystery project. I mean, there's so much, so much scandal and secrecy around this. It can't be anything he's doing with Priyanka. No. Because we would know about that. Oh, yeah, for (laughs) sure. We'd see many photos. As they devote each other's love because to each those other. those two don't do anything. No. So I don't know what it is. And you know what I thought? Mm-hmm. I don't really care. Is wild? Is that the thought I had? Is, is that what the, the exact Nick, same Nick, thought? Yeah. Totally. What's Nick Jonas doing? And then I go, oh, oh, wait, I don't care. That's right. Why don't we care? I don't know. Is it just like... We'll see him when we see him. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about yes, him. Yeah, me too. That's funny. I'm literally I'm like, oh. Okay, this picture is send, sending the internet. Uh, to me, it was the best thing picture-wise I saw all day today. Uh, I will just say it is a mother breastfeeding. It's an Olympian uh-huh. breastfeeding her child. She's while doing a handstand. Oh. <laughs> Wait. Oh my God, that is impressive. Isn't that impressive? That is very impressive. I know. It made me laugh and smile so much. I thought, motherhood, would you look at that? Look at Rocco, what we can do. I am looking at that. That's uh, insane. Is she naked? She's got a nice pair of like hanky pankies. 
Panky panky. Like, Leggy panky. Remember that brand of underwear? Yeah, yeah. So she's got like leggings esque on, or no? No, no, no. She that's just uh, underwear. Hanky oh, panky underwear. I thought you were saying like a long underwear thing. No, no, no hanky panky. Okay. And she's doing some kind of a yoga pose. Yeah, she's her, doing a headstand. And her child is, uh, you know, I, uh, breastfeeding. That's wild. And that's a great photo, isn't it? Anyway, she. Um, Originally shared the photo as a collage celebrating her first Mother's Day. She named her baby, which, wow, I'm going to hold up the kid again. He was born last July because he's a big, healthy baby. That's the benefits of breastfeeding right there. Flo was born last July. G-L-O-W? F-L-O-W. Flo. Flo. That's the little guy's name. I mean, look at how, doesn't he look like he's two? He's not even one. Yeah, yeah, that's a big baby. That's a big old baby. Big old boy. So Flo, Flo, and she's um, Tora Bright. She's a snowboarding icon. Yeah, well, I mean, I flip and love that. And that kid is only 10 months old. Anyway, she won the gold in the half pipe in 2010. And so she, she, four years later, but people are yelling at her. But I see applause for her. Applause for the baby. Also, it's like a really cool photo. And you know what? The kid kind of looks like a hamster when he does it. And that, to me, is winning. Oh, like he's going up to like the little dispenser. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) to me, it's like, what a strong woman. And then what, like to be photographed. Okay, first of all, I can't even, even, even in my youngest of years, could I, I could never do a headstand. It is one of my things I failed at. I just wasn't good at it. I got dizzy. My neck hurt. I started complaining. I (laughs) would fall over immediately. I never did that. Unless my body changes quite a bit. Um, I don't know if me doing a headstand, the the length of my chest would reach the baby. Um, that would be a real problem. Well, and the, the bravery of like, if you do have breastfeeding boobs, you know, to have them reverse gravity. I yeah. just, I have nothing but applause. That's amazing photo. It's changed it's me. It's an amazing photo. From here on out, there will be before I saw this photo and after. <laughs> That is amazing. It really is. Oh, my gosh. All right, what else can we Hollywood speak? Oh, who wins in the Warner Media Discovery merger? Did you guys hear about this? No. Oh, there's another merger thing happening. AT&T <gasps> is spinning off Warner into a new company and merging it with the Disney Network. So that means everything isn't Disney or Netflix or NBC Universal will now be one. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. So it's HBO, CNN, Warner Brothers, TNT, TBS, etc., and Discovery History, Smithsonian, TLC, etc. Does this mean... Guess who wins? Oprah! <laughs> <laughs> Not us. Does our subscription rates all go up yeah, like a right. dollar? Yeah, she, last December, sold 95% of her own network to Discovery for $36 million in stock. She kept 5% of the network and keeps running it to herself and then... Boom. Uh, um, you know, she made like $51 million just like that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So she has the number one book in the country and she's got her Apple TV. Take a look at that. We posted that. But I mean, I'm just saying that that did you guys know that AT&T was doing that? Didn't, isn't there something recently, too, that AT&T bought Yahoo? Uh, yeah, I think I so. And Huffington Post bought the Daily Beast. And we're all just going to be one conglomerate. But soon. yeah, Verizon. No, wait. 
So everything that isn't Disney or Netflix or NBC Universal will now be one. And that means HBO, CNN, Warner Brothers, TNT, TBS, Discovery History, Smithsonian, TLC, all that. Verizon sold Yahoo recently. Oh, yeah. I just true. had to use one of my New York Times articles <gasps> this month. Just no, to tell you to tell Rocco, that's that. not oh, worth no. it. It really that's not wasn't. Worth it. All I care click. about was is the Yahoo Answers went yeah. away. That's all the re- only reason. <gasps> but like that's like a big kind of a media gobbling up. Yeah, I honestly, I I'll look at it as a plus if I get more with my Netflix there subscription. But I'll look at we'll, it as we'll a negative. See. If we'll it goes up, see. they've been creeping a lot lately. Mm-hmm. They've been adding these little dollars here and there. Right. Do you ever want to get rid of like one of your streaming services and you're like, oh, I don't know. What if I want to watch that one show? Yes. Right. Uh, this is to... how they keep you. Uh, I I did watch some more of The Serpent this weekend. Oh, Rocco, uh, how have you been t- dragging that no, out? It it's did, so good. It did give me a lot of angst. It did. Very similar to the last scene in this week's Mayor of Easttown. Oh. Just a lot of, ah, uh, what's going to happen ah. here? Yeah. But how many more? So I think I'm four into the serpent uh, now. I know I'm going that, slow. That that one you're really going slow. Most people did that show in, in a week. One, I know. In a week it's because creepy. it was so compelling. It's super creepy. But Rocco's a little bit um, of a scaredy cat. I, I gotta wait until see. I do. I have to do this where um, Handmaid's Tale came back, but I gotta wait until that whole season goes through. Why? And then I'll switch because I want. I don't. I want us to not have. One of the services while we pick up another one. Oh, I see. So, and only well because like then I'll be like, more aware. I watched the first three. That is as dreary as I remember that show. Yeah, it's very depressing. Yeah, I'm into that though. I know. Yeah, that's I why I didn't watch it. I'm like, I don't need. More yeah, depression my brother right now. wanted my mom to watch that show because they mm, loved watching yeah. Yellowstone. I said, Larry. Mom was born in 1941. She lived through some dystopian yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. She couldn't yeah. know birth control wasn't invented until yeah. 62 and couldn't get a credit card or a loan or open a bank account without your husband or your dad until 1975. That's wild. It didn't change until 1975. That's not that long ago. Yeah, I know. So Yeah, she's good. She's lived through I'm it, like, so she yeah, doesn't need to watch Mom it. Mom isn't going to like this. She is off-red. Uh, yeah, just she's like, no, no, no. So anyway, they're watching Longmire. Oh, yeah. Good pick. Good good, pick. Don't you think? Yeah, for them. Yes. Very. Yeah. Uh, have fun. And when I say Bruce Willis and John Travolta team up for a movie, what do you say? Neat. Straight to video. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be back.